What's going on, everybody? I would like to welcome you to another edition of the No BS Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Jordan Pierce. And today, our guest, we have um, somebody I've known for some time now. We don't get to see each other that much, but whenever we do link up, it's all love. Um, We're doing real big things in both music and the real estate industry, so we're going to tap into that today. Mr. Kendra Williams, what's going on, brother? What's going on, my brother? What's going on with you? Not much, man. Same old, same old. Can't complain. Always good over here. How's life? Good? Yeah. I think it. Life is uh, fantastic. I feel fantastic it. Fantastic at this standpoint. I feel it. All right. Well, we're going to get right into it. Why don't you start with telling us uh, a little bit about yourself, who you are, and what you do? Uh, well, a little bit about myself. Uh, my name is Kendra Williams. I'm 26 years old. I'm from Richmond, New Jersey, originally born in Violent, uh, Cumberland County, born and raised. Pretty much about you. I got into music at a very young age. A uh, couple of situations laying on the table, and uh, I do music and real estate. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. So let's talk more about. Um, let's talk music first. You said you got into music at a young age. How did that happen? Uh, well, well, I, I got into music at a young age. Me and my twin, I have a twin brother named Kenny Williams, and uh, uh, we got introduced. We were working at McDonald's at this time. We were like about sixteen years old, and uh, we met this guy named uh, Saquon Marquise. And he was uh he was part of a group called Rec Entertainment with uh Big Frank going shout out to Frizzle. Big Frank uh, had a team called Rec Entertainment and basically they did they did a lot of young kids that were doing music. They were just like everybody. And we just got into like that. We started singing. Everybody started rocking with us and uh the rest is pretty much history. True, true. So I guess you could say before you got spotted and founded in music, did you always have like a love for it? Was that what you were pursuing uh, the whole time? I, I but it wasn't really a big play. I know I could sing, but I don't think I wanted to pursue it that much. I was always a, a ladies' man, so ladies' love to hear you sing, so that's how we used to track out, I think. <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah. I'll tell you. Know? So, so at that time, so let me ask you this. At that particular time, what did you want to do for the rest of your life? You get what I'm saying? At that particular time, I didn't know what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Gotcha. Honestly, I didn't have... I didn't have a, a game plan or a foundation. I just knew that I knew that I wasn't going to be a failure. I knew that much. Okay, okay. Well, you say that particular moment kind of got you, uh, well, how can I put it, to where you are now? Would you say that? If it, if it hadn't been for that moment, I wouldn't know really what would happen, you know? I mean, that's a great question to ask. What would happen if I didn't meet, uh, say, Quan at McDonald's or a big strength? Then where would it be? You know, it's really up in the air with it. Who knows? Um, that's a great question. Okay, so after you met Saquon, you started uh, singing more. Did you grow to, like, love it more, like, at that yeah, moment? Yeah, I grew to okay. love it. I grew to love it, and I grew to appreciate it. I started writing my own music, and it's been picked up from there. Uh, and the music industry is a very small circle. So being uh, Kenny's name ended up being picked up in circulation, picked up in certain conversations. Mm-hmm. And nobody really knew who we were, but they knew that there were twins out there that were writing these records and that were singing. And it just ended up going crazy. That's what's up. Now, you're 26 years old. Uh, what age would you say you wrote your first song? Uh, first song, what do you mean? Placement-wise or first song as in just write a song, flat out? Just flat out write a song. Flat out write a song, I would say it was about uh, 2009. Okay, okay. Uh, do you like writing music better or do you like singing better? Like, what do you wish your angle? I think I like a little bit of both. I like writing music a lot more because I'm able to grasp my audience a little bit more uh, emotionally uh, and, and being able to be a part of somebody's project as big 
singing about it, I mean, I, I love to sing, you know, it, it surely catches attention, so, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> I feel you. Now, we're going to touch on music again, but I kind of want to gravitate more toward the real estate now. So how did that happen? Obviously, you got founded in music at a young age, so you didn't know what you wanted to do. So real estate was nowhere to be found yet. So how did that happen? Yeah, so my father was always in real estate. Okay. Like he dabbled and dabbled in real estate. So I grew up mm-hmm. like, you know, like any any other kid was. And if something broke in one of the properties, I was there to fix them with my dad. You know, he didn't believe in paying for help. He believed in, though, he got three sons and they could do the work for me. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, it was a lot of freehand jobs being done without no pay rate. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, seeing my dad get into real estate properties, and I, I became thrilled about it, you know, uh, the motivation of being an entrepreneur, of being my own boss, rather than me working for somebody else. You know, that's one big thing that I think one of the big components of my life that I didn't want to be. I didn't want to work for anyone else. Or if I had to work for somewhere else, it was always a stepping stone to get to something bigger. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I get you. I 100% agree. I 100% agree. That's what I'm trying to get across to people. And that's what, I think that's what we are trying to do in life. Just get to the point exactly. where we can kind of govern our own ideas and exactly. like, accomplish goals. You know? Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So, so with real estate, is it something that you love to do as well, or do you love music the most? You just kind of. Yeah, yeah. I actually love them both equally the same. Uh, real estate, I love giving back to people. So like, well, me when I put somebody in a property, is that I'm giving them, I'm giving them basically hope. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of people. A lot of people in the real estate game don't like to, to lend favors out to people or like to give people a, a quote-unquote chance. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I'm more of a, I give people chances. I mean, that could be a bad trait and a good trait. You know what I'm saying? I like to I like to see the good in people rather than the negative in people, uh, despite what's going on, but also try to make uh, things that are logically business-minded decisions. Got you. What what makes you, is that just your personality? Like, as far as, like, just wanting to give back or yeah. just something that? Take me back to um, take me back to a time where you was trying to do both music and real estate. You were doing both, and you kind of maybe thought one of them or both of them wasn't going to work, or you had like a struggle, or you wanted to give up and quit. Take me back to that time and uh, talk about what kept you going, what made you push through. I know, I know, it was a time, a place where I was struggling with music, being that I couldn't, I couldn't get placed, and I couldn't get back a place since then. And money stopped coming in. And then real estate was uh, maybe we had the wrong tenants living in there. And now they weren't paying rent. And I'm trying to trying to basically juggle. And you got to go back to a nine to five and trying to, trying to figure things out. And it's, it's a really good sense of, of you got to really have that willpower not to give up. Because it seems hard. You know, it, it's sort of like life. Life gets very, very hard, especially with trials and tribulations coming to play. And and the majority of people... Just give up. I mean, the regular average person, let's be real, will give up. But it's only maybe a select few of people that stick it out. And when they stick it out, the outcome is just that the blessing of it is just tremendously, substantially outweighs everything that's ever went wrong. True. Okay. I I can can see that. I can understand that. So what's, like, the motivation? What's the overall motivation? Just your personal drive? You got, you know what I mean? 
one of my biggest motivations is my nephew and my daughters and my family. You know, it's trying to offer a better life for them that we have never had. It's kind of like it's kind of like breaking your family cycle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. every family, every family has a cycle, sort of, of uh, of what they go through in life. You know, and it's trying to break that cycle. It's only few people who are able to break that cycle. It's trying to make something bigger. You know, uh, I think about my child's future, my daughter's future a lot, my nephew's future a lot, and I made I made a promise to my sister before she passed away that I was going to make sure that we were always going to be good. So it's me keeping that in the mind of my head. I'm, I'm just like, like I tell people, I'm just like everybody else. I try to look at the negative things positive as possible. Even though I still have my days, I try to view everything as, as a positive message or try to learn from something. Okay, so you use everything as like a as a as a, a learning point, whether good or bad. Yeah, you as a learn learning from it. Yeah, rather rather than try to see it as a failure, I try to see it as as a learning lesson. It's a quote that I, I forget who quotes this quote, but I remember this quote stays in my head, and it says, "I have not failed ten thousand times. I just found ten thousand ways that wouldn't work." Yeah, I I heard that quote before. Think, yeah, I think some people some people need to to actually understand that because some people. Give up on themselves, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, 100%. I feel like people get up too soon, and they don't... Exactly, yeah. exactly. Some people stay down and don't want to get up because they think whatever child and tribulation that they're going through is just way too hard. When when it's not too hard, because that one minute you put your leg down and you plan it to lift yourself up, that could be that you, you'll never fall down again. Uh, yo, <laughs> 100%. I agree. I agree. 100%. 100%. I agree with you. Um... So now let's talk about your overall goals, man. So what's your what's your goals in both music and real estate? What's the ultimate goal? Well, well my goals my goals in the music industry right now is just uh, basically, of course, to get more placements, to get more revenue, uh, to be noticed as I'm I'm noticed now, but I'm not noticed as the big fish. You know what I'm saying? So Got you. I want to be noticed as the big fish in the writing game. You know, uh, I want to go. Uh, I plan on trying to get at least Grammy nominated. At least one of these years, between one and three years, we Grammy nominated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I missed it by a, a shy bit last year. Um, and just I need to find the plaque on the wall. Once I get that plaque on the wall, you ain't gonna be able to tell me nothing. But <laughs> I need that plaque on the wall. I need that plaque on the wall. I feel you. What about and, uh, what about real estate? Real estate, yeah. wise, real estate wise is just building my portfolio up. Um, being able to, to flip houses, uh, also do the bird method, which is basically buy, rehab, refinance, rent. Um, uh, just, just building my portfolio up so we can have substantial income coming in. Of at least, at least my term goal, I might be a little shy of the answer now, but at least trying to net at least thirty thousand dollars a month. Okay. In revenue, in revenue rather than expense. Okay. That's what's up. Big goals. I like it. I like it. I mean, big goals. You gotta think big. Think big or go home. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree with you on that. Goals gotta be big, man. So, um, how do you balance both? Like, I know you guys spend a lot of time with real estate. I know you guys spend a lot of time in music and writing and everything. How do you balance both? It's it's very busy. Like the average person sleeps what? What do you say? Eight hours a day? Probably. I sleep, I, I sleep maybe two to three hours, so I try to cut it in half. Done. I always, I always live by a method that I can sleep when I'm dead. 
You know, being that when you have a goal, when you're determined to get somewhere in life, it doesn't matter. Sleep doesn't no longer matter because you're, you're trying to, instead of trying to get to it, you know your destination where you're going to, and nobody's going to stop you from getting there. So there's you're going to sleep, you won't eat, you won't drink. You know the goal is in your mind of what you need to achieve. You know, so it's like when you ever get that drive, right, when you get that drive and that drive can't, nobody turn you off of that drive, it's just on. You're in overdrive mode. Mm-hmm. To get to that destination, that's what, I, that's what I'm on. And yeah. that's how I balance it. Hmm. You know? I mean, it's very hard. Don't get me wrong. It's hard. It's not easy. But it's where there's a will, there's a way. I feel you. So, dang, waking up that early, only sleeping at who? I don't know. I don't know a lot of people that can do that, to be honest. I don't know a lot of people uh, that can. Hey, you, you got to try it. When, you, when you're determined to get somewhere in life, that's yeah. what you got to add to. Yeah, I feel you. And I'm telling you, you got to only slept maybe two hours. Dang. And I'll be up. I, I go to sleep another two hours, maybe I'll catch a nap, an hour nap somewhere in the day. And then back, and you back at it. And back at it again, back on grind mode. Dang, that's crazy. I'll be up Wednesday almost all day, be getting off, and going straight to, I got to go to Staten Island, New York. And they do the same thing all over again. Maybe sleep in the car, maybe an hour or two. Sheesh. Hey, you trying to you know, get there. I respect the hustle. Game on. I respect the hustle. Game on right now, you know? I feel you. I respect the hustle. I really do respect the hustle. That's crazy. Not a lot of many people can say they've done that or is are willing to do that. You know what I mean? Some people just don't know what it really takes to, to get to exactly. where you're trying to get to. People think success is easy or think success is handed to you. Yeah. You don't have to work. Like, like you see the people who are successful. And they, they're busting their ass trying to get to where they need to be. People only see people's chapter 100 and try to compare it to their chapter 1. You don't know what the people took to get to where they're at in life. You feel what I'm saying? Bro. To make it look easy, is not easy. Bro, and that's the whole purpose of this podcast. I'm trying to show people, you know, it's, it's everyday because, people. Because people, look at, people look at me and Kenny and they're like, oh, they got money, they got this, they, they got it all. You don't know what it takes. We're still getting to it. Now, I mean, we're still learning. We're still evolving. It's not just staying circumference to that one zone. You know, it's staying circumference and saying, oh, no, nah, listen, yeah, I'm going to stick to this because that's what it is. Now, some people love a nine-to-five job. I was the one. I was, I'm not working a nine-to-five. You know, I'd rather make my nine-to-five. You know, I'll make my, my savings account my 401k. I, I'm going to make more than $100,000 a year. Exactly, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. That's the plan. I feel you on that. It's just, I feel like it's just not in my personality. I'm the same way. Like a nine to five. Exactly. Like, it's, it's not, not in my personality, personality not in my at, all. at all. You know, now, now, if you love that, if that's what people love to do, then for sure I pat you on the back, you can do your thing. But me, I was made for that. I know I was made for something bigger than just that. Exactly. And you're not selling. That's what I like about it. Like, that's the, the whole purpose of this exactly. podcast, man. Not People shouldn't have to settle, yo. Like, if you, like I said, like you said, if you like your nine to five, if that's what you want to do, that's what makes you get up in the morning and happy and like do it, like to the best of your ability. Exactly. I'm happy for you. But exactly. if you're not happy getting no up every morning, it's kind of like when you go to the liquor store and you go to the bar, there's no bottom shelf. I want the top shelf on that one. Expensive. Your, your taste up here. So do that for your life. Below the expectation and rise their expectations. Yep, people got to do that for life. No bottom shelf for your life. Yep. Nah, I don't want that because that's not what I want. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. I'm not settling. Stop settling for the for the bottom shelf. Settle for the top shelf. All day. That's what I want everybody on the podcast to do. When you go to when you go to get out with your friends tomorrow night, go. To, I don't want the bottom shelf. I want the top <laughs> shelf. And see how much difference that is. See what the difference is. From the man to himself, y'all heard him. Go do that ASAP.
Pretty enough. <laughs> but hey, you get what you pay for. You get what you pay exactly. for. Exactly. You get what you pay for. So if you got to see what your worth is in life, yep. you know what I'm saying? That's what people got to see, what their worth is in life. If you want to be a dollar or you want to be a million dollars, a fucking million dollars, a billion, trillion dollars, what, what is your path? And things are only impossible until they become possible. Yep. That's crazy. It's really crazy. It's, it's a crazy concept, but it's, it's so true. Until they do it, and they're like, oh, shit, it's possible yep. to do this. You thought it was impossible six months to a year from now. Yep. It's crazy, because people would rather spend three to five years at their job, right? Three to five years at their job to get attention, right? Rather than starting spending two to three years on a business, and be able to be your own boss and make way more than you were at the job that you started at. Exactly. Exactly. People don't want to pick up a book and read. People just want to, people want things given to them rather than working for it. You know, that's the crazy part. It is. It is the crazy part. So, like your mindset now, your drive, your your motivation, your grind. What what would you say was the turning point in life to get you to this mindset what, that you're what in? What was the turning point? Mm-hmm. The turning point in, in life was I got tired of being in the same spot I was last year, this year. Ah, I like that. I like see, that. Okay. People, people's fear should be that you're going to be in the exact same spot as you are today next year. Yeah, that's the I like that. Like people say, how the hell do you think like that? Why do you say that? Because if you're at the same exact spot, what did you work towards? Nothing. True. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, you ain't go nowhere. You know, so yeah, you ain't go, you ain't go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, you ain't go nowhere. That's crazy. You exactly. just, you just chill it. Pay for the membership, and then three months later, that membership. Pay for the membership and don't go. <laughs> yeah. Says, 
situation as you that's going to be on this podcast and they're going to be getting it and you just chilling there exactly. thinking that you can't get it that's that's what it's for i want to be inspired we, right. we didn't grow up with, with silver spoons in our mouths you know? no. we didn't grow up with millions of dollars and inheritance and, and all that we have to make a way ourselves yeah somebody got to change it somebody got to change the cycle somebody like you said change, somebody got to break the cycle yeah like you, you know? said at the beginning yeah before we get out of here, you got any projects that you're working on right now that you can talk about a little bit so we can kind of... Uh, well, I have projects in the works. Like I said, I got to be in Staten Island on Wednesday, mm. but I can't talk about it. Ah, I can't talk you, about it. You. It's very political. Okay, no so, problem. Uh, but real estate-wise, I, I can talk about the real estate-wise. I got um, I got a couple multifamily deals that I'm working on now uh, for apartments. Um, I'm saving up with... Um, Anthony Jones, uh, you can follow me. He's a, a Jim Reaper. Uh, he does the Jim Reaper programs. I know you see my Snapchat and, and all that. Mm-hmm. My Instagram is stuff on Anthony Jones everywhere. But uh, it's just a positive outlook for the community. Okay. You know, so so that's what we're rocking with. That's what's up. Well, we're going to be in touch. We're going to have you on this podcast multiple times. It'll probably be like another two to three times yeah, yeah. So over the next few the months. Is, I love knowledge that people dropping some gems to people, you know? Yeah, I feel you. I feel it. I feel it. So, um, let's end with this. I like to ask people to describe their no bottom shelf. You know what I mean? No bottom shelf is pretty much what you're trying to accomplish. Whatever is going to make you happy. Your, your top shelf lifestyle. So describe a day in your top shelf lifestyle. A top My shelf top day. Shelf day would be yeah. is that I accomplished everything that I had to do that day. You know, every morning I write out a list that of things that I need to do, things that I need to accomplish, things that I need to make happen. So, so usually every morning I go to my favorite diner, Nair's Cafe, right in Clayton, and I have breakfast. And I go through my emails and I go through my checklist and stuff like that, the things that I need to do. And and it's just basically just getting to the grind mode. That that is my top shelf. When I when I'm getting to the grind mode and I'm in my zone and I'm making things happen and everything that I need to do today, or maybe like let's get the whole week schedule done in one day. That's my top shelf day. Okay, just getting things done, and not, and, and, and not quitting on myself. I'm not saying that I can't do something because you can do whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do, you know. Hmm. Whatever, just you think that I get that stigmatized out their mind. Yeah. You can do whatever you want to do. But I like that. It talks every day, feeling accomplished. No bottom shelf, just feel accomplished. I like that. I like that a lot. Exactly, accomplished. No bottom shelf. I like that a lot. Top shelf, exactly like you said. Top shelf, no bottom shelf. No bottom shelf. Top shelf. So, um, before we get out of here, you got any words you want to give to the people? Any any last words? Any words of wisdom? Uh, just everybody be on their grind. Stay positive. Understand that you accomplish anything. Remember, like I said, you haven't failed 10,000 times. You just found 10,000 ways that wouldn't work. Stop being bottom shelf and be top shelf. Add value to your life. Add value to your time. And just progress in life. So, don't be in the same position you are this year, next year. Advance yourself. Mm-hmm. I like it. Just like that. I like it. No bottom show. Well, I appreciate you, brother. Um, we will be talking oh, again going, very, very soon. Um, thanks for having you, and we're going to get out of here. All right? All right, you got it. All right.
Peace. All right, peace.